Hi, if you want to hear about a Connecticut state trooper accused of giving his girlfriend access to law enforcement only investigation databases, and then she shared the data with her ex, a target in an investigation, stick around and listen to eCrime Bites Nibble Number 13. Hi, and welcome back. This is E-Crime Bites nibble number 13. So this is a pretty interesting case. At first, it didn't look that interesting to me, but as I read into it, it's a pretty interesting case. This is a Connecticut state trooper whose name is Mitchell Paz, or Paz, P-A-Z is how it's spelled, let his girlfriend, Amanda Marino, use his laptop and then look at investigative records of her ex, who is Sean Roca. If that wasn't bad enough, Marino then shared this investigation information with Roca. Roca was being investigated for drug offenses, and the investigative information that Marino shared with him had confidential informant names and other important information in it. There was no work purpose for the trooper paused or Paz to be accessing Roca's information. In the lengthy arrest warrant that I've linked through the description in the comments of this video or audio, depending on how you're listening or seeing it there in that arrest warrant, there is a passage describing how law enforcement was able to describe, discover the information about or discover how the information was accessed from a laptop that was installed in the troopers cruiser. So it was very specific where this access came from. Furthermore, they discovered from Paz's and Marino's front video door camera evidence that shows the couple accessing the data from the trooper's cruiser in their front yard. And that right there is what I thought was amazing about this case, having the video tying it to. Roca, when he was questioned, admitted that Marino gave him information that was consistent with the accusations that the police were making against. Marino. Uh, like I said, the full arrest warrant is linked in the blog article that I've put in this description and comments. So if you'd like to see more information about this case, it's over there. I want to note that if this type of electronic true crime update is of interest to you, you probably would like our longer formatted podcast, E-Crime Bites. Uh, we do it once a week. And it's typically about an hour an episode, somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour an episode. And we go a lot deeper into the cases and we open up the court documents and we read to you chats and things like that and talk about the case. So if this one interests you, you probably would be interested in those as well. Please do subscribe, like, and follow and check them out. And I hope to see you over there. Thanks. Bye.